Okay, yesterday was Daf Yud Zayin, today's Daf Yud Ches, number 18. We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf Ketetelis. We're learning for Lili Nishmas Naftali Yosef, uh, no, what's his name? Moshe David ben Naftali Yosef Alevi and Kreina Bastvi Zev. And um, for Shlema, who they say? Beruz Yitzchak Ba Ben Hom Yon. Okay. And let's get started. Um, we're starting off our review from the second line on Daf Yud Zayin Amar Aleph. We said that Rav Adabrid Rav Yitzchak said that the uh, Lishka, this chamber was uh, actually it's like a new answer. We, we, the question was is that uh, we seemingly saw a contradiction as to which side was the Lishka's Hatulayim, where was it located. So the answer that we're giving is, I thought, very clever answer, is that uh, it was an optical illusion. It depends from where you're standing and you're looking from your perspective. It will seem to be more in the opposite direction because it went along that wall. And that's what Rav Adabrader of Yitzchak is saying, is that the Lishka Satulayim was not quite on either corner. And if you're coming in from the north, then it looks like it's coming that it's closer to the south because it goes extends towards the south. And if you're coming from the south, it looks like it is um, to the north. Okay. Now um, the truth is, the Gemara says is that what makes more sense though is that it probably is was truly the southwestern corner. If you had to give it a corner, it was closest to that corner. And the reason why is because otherwise we would have a contradiction. Uh, they asked the contradiction between Lechem Apanim and Lechem Apanim and the answer that Rav Huna Brady Rav gave was is that one is counting Derech Yimin and the other is counting Derech Samol and that's the explanation so the, the Gemara says that only works if it actually was in the southwestern side um, then the answer would be a good answer for contradiction where the Lachma Panam is. But if you're going to say that it was truly on the northwestern side, so then it's not going to be an accurate, they're still not going to explain how, you know, the contradiction in Lachma Panam. So that was the proof, and uh, that was the idea. It was definitely the southwestern side, and that was the end of that discussion. Then the Gemara said, but wait a second, how can that be a good answer that you should, one is counting that you should go to the right and the other one is saying you should go to the left? Um, isn't there a rule that uh, whenever you're um, turning, um, you should always be derech yamin lemizrach? So the Gemara says, that's not whenever you turn, right? It doesn't mean that uh, when you're going shopping that you have to go around the, mar- the store to the right and work your way around. There's no rule like that. This is in Avoda, that is the law, okay? But we're just counting. There is no system that forces you to do it a specific way, and that's the deal. Okay. Next, we saw is the next uh, idea in the Mishnah. We saw that the Kohen Gadol, for all these seven days, he was um, doing service, doing some of the primary activities in the Basin English. Not only that, but he is, and that is not only during these seven days, but in general, any time a Kohen Gadol wants to do Avodah, he has the first dibs of doing the Avodah. And any time he wants to eat from the, basin, from the food of the Karbanos, he has first dibs in eating the food. And that was the Mishnah. 
So the Gemara brings down, how, what does that mean that he is makriv chelik barosh? If he says, declares that he wants to uh, eat this carbon, uh, I'm sorry, uh, no, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. That if he, if he declares, I want to bring this carbonola, I want to bring this carbonincha, so uh, that he gets to do it. Um, and what about Notel Chelik Brosh? He says he declares that he wants to eat this karmachatas, or he wants to eat this asham, that, is, um, that would be the Notel Chelik Brosh. Um, and then it continues on and it says that by the Shteh Halechem of Shavuos, the two loaves of bread that were eaten by the Kohanim, he would get a full one of the two, and the rest of the Kohanim would share the other one. Um, if there were four or five, uh, if he was getting the lechem apanim, he would get either four or five of the lechem apanim. And Rabbi says, no, he always got five of the lechem apanim, and that's because the pasuk says, which means and that was the story. So the Gemara says that we, there's a, some contradictory terms here. Um, first, we said that he takes one challah from the two. That means that he's, that he's entitled to a full half, like Rebbe says. So that's going like Rebbe. And then it says that he takes either four or five of the Lechma Panim. That's going like the Rabbana. And then uh, the last line is Rebbe says that he should always take five. So how could that be that the Reisha and Seif is going like Rebbe and the Mitziah, the middle case, is going like the Rabbana? This is very hard to understand. So this is where we saw Bayez answer, and this is where we left off yesterday, that the first... And the middle is really all the Rabbanon's opinion. And the reason why, by the Shteh Lechem, seemingly a contradiction that he's entitled to a full half is because there's a different problem. The problem is, is that you're trying to split between two, and, um, and we have another concern that overrides the fact that the coin would be getting a, a, a full half. And that is that you, it's not Derech Eretz to give him a cut piece of, of a cut loaf. You should have to give him a whole loaf. So therefore, since that's not Derech Eretz, so the, the rabbis uh, said that in this case, you would be allowed to give him a full half. Which took us to um, the, uh, the question of whether he's entitled to four or five. Why is it sometimes four, sometimes five? So, there are, so what that's addressing is that there's a machlokes, whether the incoming family of the Kohanim that are there, that Shabbos, they did one extra job that Shabbos, which was the closing of the doors. And the question is, did that extra job um, qualify them to... Um, uh, did it qualify them to uh, basically a, a get an, a, be entitled to an extra two loaves of bread? That's the question. So... If there is no schar for Agavislavos, like the Rabbanon say, so then we're splitting between 12. So the grand total is 12. Half would be 6. One less than 6 is 5. Um, and that's why he's entitled to 5. According to Rav Yudu, it says that the, that the incoming is entitled to 2 extra because of the fact that they're closing the doors. So that 2 is not, there is their entitlement. The Kohen Gadol is not taking part of that. So now he's getting his share out of a grand total of 10. And out of the share of 10, he should be entitled to um, half of 10 is 5. You can't give him a full half. He has to be one under the half. So that's why he's entitled to 4. Okay? And that is where we left off. 
And we're up to Rava Amar in the, towards the top of the page. Just stop the review here.